reflections just for today. It might kick off something, but if anyone's got some questions, then you can start raising your hand. So this is the daily reflections for today. Gossip barbed with our anger, a polite form of murder by character assassination has its satisfactions for us too. Here we are not trying to help those we criticize. We're trying to proclaim our own righteousness from the 12 steps and 12 traditions. And under that is, sometimes I don't realize that I gossiped about someone until the end of the day when I take an inventory of the day's activities and then my gossiping appears like a blemish in my beautiful day. How could I have said something like that? Gossip shows its ugly head during a coffee break or lunch with business associates. Or I may gossip during the evening when I'm tired from the day's activities and feel justified in bolstering my ego at the expense of someone else. Character defects like gossip sneak into my life when I'm not making a constant effort to work the 12 steps of recovery. I need to remind myself that my uniqueness is the blessing of my being. And that applies equally to everyone who crosses my path in life's journey. Today, the only inventory I need to take is my own. I'll leave judgment to others, judgment of others to the final judge, divine providence. Kaboom. All right. Yeah. So uh, you want to start now? Yeah. 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 All right. So Paul, alcoholic. Hey, mate. Hello, everyone. Nice to see you. Um, I'm not going to say much about the reading. That's uh, we like this. We're attempting to talk about the forest that has a lot to do, to do about the trees. It's valuable, obviously. It was funny when I was younger. Uh, <laughs> I had a period where I wasn't using about between 20 and 25. I was involved in a spiritual group. And at that point, wanting to know God was sufficient enough to keep me sober. It didn't last, but at that point. And so we had a spiritual group in a, a lovely beach town called Santa Cruz. And we had set up a, a raffle, or it was going to be like a raffle. Uh, and then we had it all uh, manipulated. So we were going to give out, we went to stores and people who had trades, and they were going to offer their trade, and the people would, you know, take a put some money down and then pick it. But I had it set up that I was going to get this Hindu astrology already set up. So, because, and so I went to see this guy. Uh, I was like 19 or 20. And he told me about this book called the Ramayana, famous book in Hinduism, which is almost like an action story about uh, an, a, an avatar or a manifestation of God in human form called Ramana or Rama, Rama, and he had a wife, and they had this whole story, and then most of the time when they'd have any kind of spiritual discourse, it would be between animals. So this one was between a bird and a monkey in a tree, and the monkey asked the bird, what are the two, let's say, biggest sins, yeah, or mistakes, and so the bird said gossip and hope, yeah, and so I said, that really caught my attention pretty young, the idea of the gossip. And then the hope was, hope in a recovery is incredibly uh, important in the beginning, but then at times hope can be of a disservice because you're not seeing things as they are. You're trying to just dream them away. So 
the idea of gossip, if you've been in our community, you see what it can do. I mean, yeah. I had a, a situation when I was younger. I, I went out, you know, when I was about five months sober, I went out with a woman who had two months or three months, yeah? And obviously it didn't go well, especially from her point of view. And then when we broke up, she just talked about me to everyone she could talk about. And I'd come into meetings and people were looking at me like they knew me, but I never met any of them. And it was a sort of weird thing for about a year. Everywhere I went, it seemed like everyone knew me and I didn't know any of them. And then I was at this uh, Joe and Charlie thing up in Sacramento and the AA community around there was having a dance the same weekend. So we went to the dance and lo and behold, who do I run into? This lady. And she asked me to go outside and she made an amends. And she told me, you know, I bad mouth you to every fucking person. And I, then I realized that's why when I walked into these meetings, <laughs> everyone had heard about me because they heard about me from her. Yeah. So I could see. Um, <laughs> but my tendency is, you know, I don't care if someone's getting divorced because I didn't care if they were married, really. Yeah, I don't have a big interest in the personal stories for some reason. But uh, I, I've seen the damage of it. And I'll tell you something that was really unbelievable. When I was in, just to get this gossip thing, when I was in high school, there was a kid in my school called Joe Joseph Poe. Yeah? And there was these two other kids, both named John. I don't want to give their last names. And one day we were in biology with these two Johns. And these two Johns hatched a story about this guy, Joe, that he was homosexual. Yeah. And then it spread throughout the school. The guy could never get a date. He didn't go to the prom. And then down the road he killed himself. And now I don't know if it was because of that, but I saw the genesis of a story right there, and then I saw the effect it had on that person. Yeah, because it's very hard to convince people that you're not something that you're not, you know? It's like, it's so weird when we, we tattoo somebody with an idea, and then you have to live or spend a lot of time trying to convince people it isn't true when it isn't true. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. So, uh, yeah. That's my point on that. Now, this meeting, uh, you know, I'm so happy I have this platform because uh, I think it's very important. See, in the, the inventory process, they call the exact nature of the wrongs, which are selfishness, self-seeking, frightened, inconsiderate, dishonest. But if you see, two out of four of them are preceded with the word self. So self has a lot to do with what we call the exact natures of the wrongs. And I believe self is the exact nature of the wrong. Yeah? And so, and to me, self is foreign to us. Self is a mental sort of apparition that appears to be a body called Paul that's remembered quite a lot during the day has a narrative all day supporting it as being Paul, and has tons of worries and concerns about what's going to happen to Paul in the future. So basically, in, the interest and attention is constantly being directed and poured on this idea of being Paul. 
and for a real addict and a real addict and an alcoholic, that has become an extreme version. We're extremely obsessed with Paul. We're extremely obsessed with Mike. And that extremity produces effects that become uh, pretty much undeniable sooner or later. And all the while, the act of being identified as the problem continues uninterrupted. It moves from the act of problem to recovery. It just changes language, maybe the way, you know, the clothes you wear, the people you hang out with, stuff like that. But it's just like a chameleon and the act of being identified, which is the bondage of self, yeah? The bondage of self is being identified as this mental idea, I'm telling you, because you're basically seeing life through its lens and you're living for it really. You'll, you'll die for it to be right. It's, it's unbelievable. It's just incredible. So when I got sober, part of the relief that was coming to me was I was, I was shown that the idea of self is a foreign thing, like a foreign pathogen. I use the word parasite, basically just so you can trigger an image that it's not you. Yeah. Because the whole point isn't what it is, it's what it ain't. It isn't you. The point of what it is, I don't care about. What I care about, it isn't us. It isn't us. It is not us. That's all you really need to know. You don't need to be, become a professor of self. Yeah, That would be like a professor of holes, yet you keep falling in the holes. What's the point of that knowledge? Yeah. So you can have a lot of self-knowledge, but it doesn't avail us anything because it's reinforcing the identification as self. Now, we'd like to have knowledge of self so that we see it as foreign to us. That's all. Yeah. You don't need a lot of it. You just need enough to trigger the possibility, hey, I may not be that. Yeah. So... <laughs> When it's telling me I did all that shit that it motivated me to do, I can see, I can go, hey, perhaps no. Yeah? Now, I've done my, the amends. I, I became responsible. I saw my role in thing. But I also saw self's role in thing. Yeah? And I don't believe in our community, uh, the idea of a fourth wave or whatever you want to call it of recovery is available, which is... After seeing your role in things, by, the, by seeing your role in things, you see something else's role in things. I hope. I swear to God, I hope you see it. I hope you see the parasite or the foreign pathogen. I mean, yeah, that's the hope. Because you take, finally you take responsibility, and then it leads to seeing what you're not. And we were sharing about it the other day. Wouldn't it be great to take an inventory of how self has not defeated you today? <laughs> I would start like, I would like to have a little journal of that so that you see there's been victory. Yeah, you've been relieved of the bondage of self. Like I remember, I think it was Jono or someone at the meeting, we were talking and he was doing the the third step prayer every day or the seventh, please relieve me of the bondage of self. 
and it had gotten to the point that it was blocking him from realizing he was free from the bondage of self. He kept asking it as if it was going to be a future condition when he was in the condition. You see? This is what happens. Yeah? So we can wish and hope to be free from the bondage of self while we're free from the bondage of self. <laughs> I just, I mean, <laughs> how many people have you met sitting in an AA meeting who, if you ask them, they didn't believe they were sober, but they are. They're sober. But they, they, they believe so much that they're not going to be the sober, they think it disqualifies them from being sober. This is the head playing God. I mean, how can you... I've been at rehabs, and I swear I saw a guy who was a heroin user, and I knew how, how he was thinking because I think the same way. And there he was sitting there, and he wasn't, had no idea that he was sober at that moment. He was just totally up the ass of self that he wasn't going to be sober. Like next week or when he splits from this program. He had no, he was, there was no uh, conscious contact with his sobriety. He was in an unconscious contact with his head. Yeah, this is the dilemma. You don't need to improve one's conscious contact. Weaken one's unconscious contact with the mental activity. Weaken that. Allow the program to diminish that reliance on that, and then you'll find that you have faith in the infinite. Yeah? You will. You'll find it out. So, uh, a lot of times I've shared at places, mm, and what I'm saying, and how I'm feeling it, what I'm saying gets totally changed by the people who hear it. And then they make it a story that it has nothing to do with what I'm sharing. I'm not sharing uh, a new way. I'm not sharing a replacement for the program and the principles. I'm sharing an illumination of the program and the principles by knowing the exact nature of the wrong. I mean... Could you imagine if you're living as the problem while you're in the solution of the problem? I mean, I just can't see how this couldn't be valuable. So we put the shoes out, see if they fit, and then wear them. And I mean, the greatest statement in the community of AA has been self can't get out of self. It's just the perfect... If you hear that the right way, if you don't hear it as Paul trying to get out of self, if you hear it as Paul, a.k.a. self, trying to get out of self, it's such a beautiful freaking solution. You finally realize you're wanting to get out is the form of being in self. You know? This constant drive to get out of self is the thriving of the self. Yeah, So you realize self can't get out of self, though it's never going to think so. It's going to constantly keep trying. If, if, it's not, if it's not drinking and using its spirituality or fucking making money or whatever, it's going to back up and keep driving with the hopes of trying to get out of self itself. It's not going to stop. You just have to see it is not you. It's not going to stop. You're not going to train it. It's not going to become a service animal. It's a parasitical nature. It doesn't, it's not the friend of the host, it lives off the host. 
Yeah, it's not your amigo, as they say. Your ego is not your amigo. It's not, it's not going along and trudging the road of happy destiny with you. It's like the mud underneath your feet. That's what it's doing. Yeah. So, oh man. Then you know what happens is that gets corrected and then you look at the steps and everything else in recovery in a new light. You see it. You see an inventory. You know, one, one way of inventorying is to see how self has defeated us. I think it's underappreciated. That one way has been very valuable to me. It's actually, you know, as soon as I, I started seeing inventories about self, I stopped calling every resentment mine and fears mine and my harms done to others and my this and my that and this and that. That stopped, yeah? I see a resentment as a resentment, yeah? And it comes and goes. And a lot of times, if I don't do anything about it, it goes faster, yeah? As soon as I hitch my attention on it by my resentment, it can live for 40 years off of me, yes? How is the resentment continuing? You have to remember it, yeah? It's a re-feeling, meaning it isn't happening now. It has to be remembered to be happening now. That's our role in it, isn't it? We are the giver of life to resentments. We are the giver of life to, well, fear, but it's mostly through mental anxiety. Yeah. We're breathing life into the thing we'd like to get out of. How are we going to get out of it if we keep giving our life to it? I mean, it's, it's pointless. Yeah? So, for me, the exact nature of the wrong is the most important pivot. Just like it says, first, you've got to quit playing God. It's the most important pivot of the whole program. Yeah? If you don't see you're not that which is playing God, that thing's going to play God on you. It is. It's going to have you flipped out about what's not happening every day. Yeah? You're going to have to have a drink. You won't, hopefully, but you'll feel like you have to almost every day. That's not freedom. So, yeah, that's it. Thank you. All right. Good stuff. Thank you, Paul. Uh, our first uh, participant today is Anne. Anne from Chicago. You have a question? Uh, I'll to unmute you. Okay, you can go ahead. Thank you, Anne. Thanks, Mike. Hey, Paul. You know, I'm, I'm listening to you talk this morning, and, I, and I, I'd like you to, to take, um, I love when you, you write about the hand in the glove. And can you yeah. apply that here? Because I would love to hear that. Well, in this, in this uh, what is it, metaphor or analogy, let's say the hand would be the spirit, which is our nature, and the glove would be the mental uh, identification as self, yes? So the hand is what's emanating the glove, but the glove has an interpretation that it's the hand, yeah? So the hand ke keeps living life as a glove. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of shortcomings and, and conditions that cause an irritability, restlessness, and discontent for the hand, but the hand can never entertain the simple idea that pull itself out of the glove. 
it's sort of bonded to the idea of trying to get out of the glove as the glove. Yeah? The only thing that's needed is to see you're not the glove that's trying to get out of the glove. <laughs> and when you see the glove from the hand, the possibility of coming out of the glove, even, the, even when you're in it, the possibility that you're really out of the glove is available at all times, right, where you are. Never to the glove, but to the hand, yeah? So selfing, which is what, to me, is what's inferring, implying, insinuating self all day. Selfing is the glove. The hand is of our nature, which let's call it spirit. And the spirit is identified, or seemingly has been identified as the glove, so it can't entertain being free from the glove, it can only entertain freedom as the glove, which is bondage of self, yes? Well, that's what we're doing, isn't it? We're constantly trying to be free as self, when the freedom is from self, yeah? How can it be from self if we're self? It can only be for self, or as self, or with self, or by self. There's got to be a recognition you're not self to be free from the bondage of self. Yes, obviously. <laughs> I mean, you'd have to see self as other to be free from the bondage of it, yes? Or you'll be captured in the net of self, can't get out of self. The glove can, can never get out of the glove. The hand has never been the glove. Yeah, that's the point. <laughs> are you trying to get out of the glove as the glove or have you recognized you're not the glove they're very very different Incre mm -hmm. extremely different yeah mm -hmm. yeah we just use these things to try to produce an image in people so that they can see something Words are very weak, but imagery is much more powerful. So, mm -hmm. yeah, do you understand it? Do you understand that we are of, of spirit, yet we're taking ourselves to be a mental, physical idea? Yeah? To the point that we try to become spiritual as the mental, physical idea. That's how extreme the identification as self can be. Yeah? Instead of seeing what you're not, and finding out you are spirit, you're trying to look for spirituality to become spiritual as what you're not. It's a crazy idea. This is just a simple correction, seriously. It's very, very simple. But it's seamless, it's seamless and, it will, and it's reliable because it's true. You are not that. You are, there is... You are not a self. You weren't one when you were a baby. <laughs> I mean, you grew into this idea. And you can outgrow this idea. You can. It will continue as it will, because it's mechanical, but you don't have to be following every fucking movement of it. Yeah? You can be free from it. Yeah? <laughs> How does Stanley's manifestations affect me? by me calling them mine. When does Stanley's manifestation stop affecting me when I see their Stanleys? 
<laughs> Why do I keep trying to, to minimize the effect of Stanley's manifestations all the while keeping the identity of being Stanley? Why not just get to the root? Am I Stanley? If I'm not, maybe that will weak its manifestations. <laughs> I don't know. Call me crazy, but it seems to work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that's good. Um, so, just follow up. I don't think, oh, there is one other hand up. Kaiser can wait a sec. Um, so, I was thinking when you were talking that just how much responsibility do I have to what is not me? And this is, this is applying it to maybe the ninth step. Yes, well here, remember, we're in Rome, you have to do what the Romans do. Mm -hmm. Yes, so we're accountable for what we, seemingly what happened through us, but we're not the cause of what happened through us. I always use the example of, you know, I have a dog and the dog shits on the neighbor's lawn. It's done it a few times. The neighbor calls me. He's super pissed. He says, hey, uh, you know, your dog shit on my lawn again. I said, well, I'm sorry. I'll come over there. And my amend will be, I'm not going to walk it down that street anymore. I'll take it another way. Okay. So I go home. I've cleaned up the dog shit. I don't think I'm a shitter of people's lawns for 30 fucking years. Yeah. I was accountable. The guy, the neighbor, sees this as my dog. I'm accountable for my dog's uh, actions, but I'm not responsible for my dog's actions. Yeah? This yeah. is quite different. Yeah, it's a quite different feeling. And it lends itself for you and I to really get the, the, the powerlessness of the first part of the first step. That, you know what? You were dancing with a gorilla when you were under the influence you did what the gorilla wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Let's stop fucking claiming to be the gorilla when we weren't. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. This is, the, this is the idea I have. It was obvious. Basically, when I was out there, the strategy I lived by was trying to avoid an obsessive, uh, inappropriate feeling of responsibility for everything, basically, you know? If someone yawned, I thought it was because I was boring and shit like that. I mean, it, that's insanity. So I decided my head took over and had a strategy. Just avoid all that shit, you know? If you've hurt someone's feelings, just move out of the state, just da-da-da-da-da. I come into AA, and AA is gonna change the action figure, and I start seeing, wow, you know, if my arm was, my left arm was bleeding, I would just look right all day. That's an insane way to live. You know? So I did the fourth step and the fourth step through Joe and Charlie, really, I saw my role in things. I saw the fourth column. I saw the selfishness, the self-seeking and frightened. You know, I was in a, some guy who was a, a sheriff and a horse at like a work camp used to really fuck with me. And I'd have a resentment towards him. And I came in AA and they said, well, 
you know, you'll have, you'll feel like all these people have stepped on your toes seemingly without provocation. But if you look into it, you'll see you made a decision based on self that puts you in a position to be heard. Well, I robbed a little uh, fucking liquor store. I got arrested and they sent me to a camp. And that camp, I met that fucking jailer and that jailer fucked with me. Yeah. But didn't I make a decision based on self to put myself in that position? Yes, I did. That's taking, seeing your role in things, yeah? All right, so I did that. Made the amends, made the, uh, the proclamations of living amends. And then more was revealed. I don't have the feeling that on that seventh day of a cocaine run, I was choosing to do what I was doing. It was, it, that escape, that wasn't landing. I felt like I was, uh, something had taken me over and was just using me for transportation. And I could see others who were taken over by the same fucking parasite doing similar things that I did seven days awake, yeah? So you're not going to convince me that I did everything that happened through me when I was out there. You're never going to because that's not my experience. It isn't, yeah? I feel something has taken us over and, and takes the opportunity to manifest shit through us, yeah? Yet we're in the world of Rome, and there is Caesar's, and we have to render unto Caesar's what Caesar's. But I'm not Roman, yeah? I am not of the third dimension. I am of the fourth dimension. I would say I'm on a work visa here. This is not my home, yeah? I am of another nature than a mental, physical nature. Just don't, I don't, you're not going to, you're not going to, I don't give a shit. I'm not, you're not going to convince me because I've seen it intimately, yeah? So, yeah, because we're avoiding all responsibility, because we, were, we thought we were responsible for fucking everything, we've got to take responsibility to see how self has defeated us, but that doesn't end there. It moves to an accountability. And then we, while we're seeing our role in things, we see its role in things, Yes? When they say, oh, look at your role in things, when you're looking at your role in things, you're going to see its role in things. You are. It was right there. <laughs> I mean, you can't miss it. So, all right, let's move to that next, that next phase, let's say. Oh, so now, really, I'm taking inventories on self. I'm not taking my, I take my inventory like, thank God, you know, it's a beautiful day, my health's pretty good, shit like that, yeah. That's an inventory. But most inventories, in my view, are of self, yeah? I see what I'm not, and I bring it to step six and seven, and I ask the power that we are to reconfigure that, yeah? So that I can be of better use to myself and others. What the hell? Yeah, so, yeah. This isn't, if you don't see it, it's fine. You will sooner or later. But if you've done an inventory, you must have seen the shadow in there. I mean, seriously, it's been at every scene of every crime. <laughs> when you were thinking you did it, it seemed to be there, yes? I mean, maybe, maybe it was using you. You weren't using it. <laughs> I mean, seriously, go to the crime scenes. You finally admit you're all in it. When you admit you're all in it, you see its role. You have to. It's been at every crime scene. <laughs> every crime scene. 
and and in 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 the cast of characters that were there and still pop up you know is it, at least for me you know there's yeah. there's there's all kinds of yes well, but but just just recognize yes yeah. it's it's not you and then recognize the language is constantly speaking as if it is you yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is yeah. the dilemma. You have to have some kind of discernment because you're listening. You know, you're worried about listening to people that are insane. You're listening to an insane narrative all day. I mean, seriously, some of the shit it comes up with is unbelievable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For real. You yeah. know, you. Hmm? Yeah. So there's. Yeah, that's the whole point, you know. The step, the whole program of AA is incredibly sound and unbelievable. Look at what it had. It's lasted this long with us in it, you know. It's amazing. So it's got, it can outlast us because it's sound. To me, it was a download, my feeling. I feel, I feel the big book was a download. And the possibility of getting real long-lasting relief from alcoholism was finally made available on a large scale and uh, hallelujah for that day. But I also believe that the people, when they wrote the book, the most they had was four years of sobriety when he came out, 1939. Uh, if this power, as it says in a vision for us, is going to constantly reveal to us, well, we've had a lot more time for it to constantly reveal to us more information about the same dilemma, yeah? And I don't believe they were able to crystallize the exact nature of the wrong. They sure saw it, its manifestations. They saw it. They called it self, but I don't think, I don't believe they saw the mechanics of the act of being identified as it. I don't, yeah? Yeah. See, if you're getting defeated by something that's foreign to you, what will allow that defeat to continue on is if you're identified as it, you know, it's that simple. If you see it as a parasite and the parasite's effects on the host are on the hostile, you know, level usually, for that parasite to uh, convince and, and fool the host to allow the parasite to keep sucking it dry, it has to have an incredible strategy. And it does. It convinces the host that it's the host. Yeah, it does. That's what it does. It talks to us as us. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. So I hope if you hear something here, apply it. Apply it to your own experience or your own how it feels like during the day. Yeah. Do you really feel all these thoughts sound like yours? I don't know. It sort of sounds like a, like a, one of those like a corporatized radio stations that they have like a couple little like loops of talking and it, it's all programmed all fucking day. You have the golden oldies and shit like that. It sounds like the head. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> you know, you hear its narrative and you're in 2020, it sounds like the narratives from like 1978. It's just like, how does it have anything to do with what's happening? It doesn't. Yeah. 
It's just like a loop, a loop, a loop, yeah. I, me, my, I, me, my, I, me, my, my, me, I, my, me, I. It just goes back and forth, yeah. You remember the old songs they used to have, the old albums that they say, well, play it on 33 and a third and, you know, the devil is talking to you. This is sort of what it's like. It's a looping, you know, do, do, do. I, me, my, my, me, I, I, me, my, my, I. You know, it just goes on and on and on. <laughs> so, I mean, perhaps there's a better way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there is. Yeah, there you go. There is. That in itself is wonderful enough. Perhaps there is a better way. There is. That's beautiful. Yeah. Finally, there is. Yeah. There is. Well, I, when it is, I don't know. Mm? But it, there is. <clears throat> well, great, honey. We're going to move on or so because yeah, we're going to. Beautiful. You, 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 you put words to, to experiences that I can't define. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. It's my, it's the seat assignment. <laughs> That's <welcome>. all. <laughs> yep. Okay. Thank you, Ann. Thank you, Paul. Our next question comes from Kaiser. Kaiser. Ask the mute. Kaiser. Hey, Paul. Hey, everybody. So I'm at work. Uh, I'm going to ask a quick question. I might not be able to stick on to take the answer, but I'll get it recording quick. It's a little low, Kaiser. The volume's a little low. Okay, so I might, I'm going to ask a quick question. Is that better? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I'm going to ask a quick question. I'm at work and I might have to log off. So I'll take the answer on recording when I can get to it. So no offense, but uh, yesterday or a the last time you did the uh, 12 step stuff, you talked about um seeing the self trying to defeat you and then it not defeating you like like the second wave and and that i mean oh my god it's just phenomenal um to to watch like this the, you know the, the selfing and then you know trying to selfing like the self trying to defeat whatever the hell i am i i don't i can't understand it because I have to inject itself to kind of understand it. And yeah, you know, a, but it's just—I don't know. Maybe you could riff on that. It's just I'm so incredibly grateful to be part of like the AA society, the fellowship. I, I mean, it's an inheritance that so many other people could take aboard, but you know they're not allowed to, or they don't think they can because they're not alcoholics or they don't have. But this selfing trying to defeat me and seeing it, it's it's kind of ordinary and it's also completely startling because it's 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 hard to to grasp it. It just just kind of it's it's operating. I don't I don't get it, but it's happening in it and I kind of do get it. I don't know. Maybe yeah, that? that's good. Just stay there, bro. That's good. You don't know, you get it, I kinda get it. Yeah, that's how it goes. Because see you don't know it or not because you just feel like it's normal, but we start somewhere usually. We're, manu we're in a manufactured starting point. <clears throat> then you start having an experience of seeing <clears throat> that
that starting point from some other point. That's the beginning of the perhaps there's a better way. Yeah? So now, when you see the self, it weakens its ability to defeat you. Yeah? Its ability to defeat you is through identification as it. That's what it is. Yeah? So now, you're getting free samples of the solution. <coughs> yeah? So like we say, you know, uh, you know, we look at how self has defeated us, you can look at how self hasn't defeated us. <laughs> yeah? And you'll see that there's two different positions. You're in a position where the thought and the tension starts from, seemingly, yeah? Where you believe you are is the manufactured position. In other words, you start in the defeat of self. There, yeah? Now you're cast into the biggest, the bigger problem, which is self is trying to get out of self. You think there's you, Kaiser's there, but it's self, yeah? When you see that starting point from spirit, let's say, you now see self, yeah, not from self. So it's self isn't trying to get out of self. You're seeing self from somewhere else, yeah, which isn't another self, yeah. So this is the free samples, and then basically <clears throat> your location gets moved from the failed location, and then you're now living from somewhere else which allows you to see what you used to look from, yeah? You used to look from a point of view all day, now you see the point of view being offered. Yeah, there's another view you're having. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a very, that's, a, yeah, it's, there's relief there, yeah. Yeah, so, it's not going to end either, it's not. You're going to, more will be revealed, for sure. I don't know how to say it. It's sort of like if you lived a life and you thought you started from a certain place, you know, and the story was you've always started from here, and then that starting point gets moved, yeah? And then you see the counterfeitness of the whole race because the race is giving relevance from where you're starting from, yeah? If, you don't, if you're not starting from there, you get to see the bogusness of the whole race because you see it from another, and then you don't have to buy jogging clothes and sneakers. You don't, you're, you're not fucking, you're not getting into the race, so to speak. You see your little phantom running, but now you can travel lighter through it all. Yeah? Yeah. It's, a, it's almost like a block of attention and interest moved. Yeah? It's been so, so, it's been habitually lay, laying in one place, you know, mental. Now suddenly it moves, like almost like a, like a, what do you call it? A big ice thing moves, yeah? The whole thing moves. And it's sort of like, it's sort of weird. The experience I used to have was, here you are, and then you drop down like 10 feet, but with the same situation, but you're in a whole nother place, but it looks exactly like, see? So you, some, see the fixed point isn't a fixed point. It's made up by the mental state. It's telling you, you were that, you're gonna be that, you're always gonna be that, you always has been that. It's not true, yeah? 
That's the beauty of it. It's not true. So, and you can't imagine going, going to that other point because you can only imagine it from the other point, yeah? Which reinforces the other point. You get moved to like a whole other location, in a sense, in your own life, so to speak. And now you see things totally different than how Paul saw them for years, yeah? Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, and for whatever reason, like it was already happening, and I hadn't realized it. And then you had said, watch the self trying to defeat you. And then it was just, oh my God, this has been happening. Yes. I, I don't know why I had to have you say that for me to look from that. It's it's very disorienting, but it takes all the kind of the drama out of it. It's just chilled at the time. I, I, I don't know, but thanks a lot for that. Like, like just dude, thank you. Well, yeah, it's not us. It's this whole thing. There's like a, there's going to be a new name for grace. It's going to be Zoom Grace. There's grace through Zoom. It's a new form. Grace is unstoppable. It's just found a new form to come through. So it's Zoom Grace. Yeah. <laughs> See, the thing is, a lot of our life is going on without us knowing it. Like it says in that page of We Agnostics, without knowing it, haven't we been the cause of all the shit that's happened? Or And wasn't it, was, wasn't it because of faith in the failed system that all this fear was provoked? Yeah, without us knowing it. Now we know it. Yeah, that's the beginning of something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, hmm. how can you see the act of being identified until you see that which you're identified as, as other. It's, it's, it's important to be able to recognize it as other, and then you realize the problem is the act of being identified as, yeah? You'll see it from not that condition. <laughs> it's a little disorienting, but I can just let that go too. It's just let that Yeah, let, you just, just let it go. Just like you... You never got what happened. You just, you're getting it. Yeah. 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 There's no end point where you got it. There's just getting shit. Yeah. It's okay. You don't have to accumulate it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. 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 Just let higher power do the work, man. It's just like, that's, that's, it just comes down to that. Like, just that. Not? Perhaps that's the easier, softer way. Yeah, that's preceded by realizing you're fucked and you're not managerial quality. There you go. Yeah. All right. Now, you can allow something to move through you just like you weren't even allowing something else to move through you. Now there's an allowing of it. The higher power isn't, you know, the higher power has some etiquette. It won't come in where it's not welcomed. The other thing fucking just takes you over. Yeah. yeah. But the higher power goes, hey... You know, you know, your life could be directed by this power or it can be directed by the lower power. Which one? Yeah. Have you had enough? <laughs> if you haven't, you know, life will lead you to that point. I mean, the greatest teacher here is life, isn't it? Daily life is going to kick the shit out of you. <laughs> it is really. And hopefully bring you to your proverbial knees so you, you admit your inability 
to change anything dramatically. You are an ability, but you can allow change to occur. Yes, you can submit your failure. <laughs> here's my fail. I signed my failure. All right, here's my life. Do something with it. Yeah, <laughs> here's the life. Do something with it. Yeah. Yeah. What would they do with it? You'll be so fucking happy about the results. Yeah. 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 Okay. Hey, Paul, we have a few more minutes and we have one quick question from Helen. Are, are you okay with that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Helen, asked to unmute. You may ask your question, Helen. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much, Mike. Thank you. Hi, Paul. Hi. Hello. Just a quick one. Just a quick one because I know you're leaving shortly. Um, I want to ask about a seat assignment. I've Googled it and it's quite literally you're assigned a seat. So I want to know how you see that term. I know from what you've said that uh, spirit or life moves through you and it's not a personal aspect, but why a seat assignment? Well, I sort of heard it from my friend of mine, Magnolia, years ago, and I liked it. It sort of coins uh, where you find yourself. So whatever I'm doing today, whatever quote-unquote position I may have, it's just seat assignment. And it's sort of like a musical chairs. The music comes on, we all get up, we move around, and maybe the music stops at the same chair, but it still doesn't mean it's your chair. It's just a seat assignment. Yeah? Yeah, so I have a seat assignment. Basically, I knew something was moving through, yeah. talking through me early on. Yeah, I could tell. And then AA as a community took advantage of that and put me to good use. So I did a lot of fourth step workshops and shit like that. And, and then, uh, you know, something just kept on doing what it did and a life built around the seat assignment. But I don't have any sense of me doing it. So, you know, the music could start up. I may do something else. Who knows? Very beautiful. Thank you. Yes, I like it. It just, it just, uh, you know, the head has a field day with thinking it can go back in the past and change what's happened. It's insane. So to me, my idea of the past is if some, if something was supposed to happen, it did. If it wasn't supposed to happen, it didn't. <laughs> End of story. Yeah. Just uh, you don't see the thing is, you're a very big space. Yeah. Now, the mental state has claimed that space, and it's cultivating fields of mental crops, like guilt, shame, what if, if only, that, yes, all of this shit, and it grows it, and then smokes it all fucking day, yeah? So it's nice when you, you <laughs> those, those, that space is surrendered to something else, so that field can be used for something different than Guilt, remorse, shame, you know, fucking trying to avoid something that's unavoidable. Like, oh, if I wouldn't have gotten run over by the car, but I did. Yes, let, I'm, I'm missing a very important point. I did get run over by the car. But let me just pontificate. I could be a professional surfer at this age, whatever. I would have been over. But it's all based on an impossibility. I got run over by the car. <laughs> <laughs> this is what the head does all day. Yeah. So let's, re why do you, why do we let it run around 
in our space. Fucking shit. Yeah. Fucking, can you imagine it's like coming home and then your son has been using 500 acres to grow marijuana. You know, you're thinking it was like a field for corn or shit. And then, fuck, then the shit hits the fan and you're accountable. Now all the guilt and shame, yours, 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 yours. You didn't even know what was fucking being grown over there. Yeah. Did, were you the doer of every fucking action while you were under the influence? Really? Does that fit your experience or is it a fucking programming? That whatever happened through me, I did. That's a programming that was put in place before all the doing. Yeah? And you know what? Alcoholics and addicts hopefully have broken through that programming because it sure didn't feel like I was choosing to do what was happening through me. It didn't. It felt like I was possessed by something. Yeah? And you're not going to convince me otherwise because that's my intimate experience of being taken over by a parasite. And I've noticed the same parasite has taken over all of us. Yeah? That's why it says being convinced that self has defeated us. We're the us. One little idea has defeated all of us. Yeah? Let's break it, please. Yeah. All right, thanks. I got to go today, but let me say goodbye, all right, Mike? The people are going to be here any minute, so I got to get out of here. It's nice. Okay. Look at this. The beach. Oh, wow. I'm going to try to go in the water before we take off. All right. Hey, listen, Beatrice, nice to see you as always. Helen, Helen, you're feeling a lot more lively. That's nice, eh? That's very good. I'm happy to see it. Uh, I've witnessed a lot of uh, growth in Zoom. Yeah. These little squares reveal a lot. They do. Yeah. All right. There's Rich. Nice to meet you, Rich, over there. Dennis, Vicky, George's void wife. Mika, nice to see you, Mika. We got Rob from Louisville. Nice to see you, Rob. Ann from Yorkshire, I think, yes? Where are you from? I'm from York in Yorkshire. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Rick Rowe, nice to see you. Toronto. We got Kaiser, Mickey, the, the matriarch of the Madeira Mafia. We got Ben. We got Chris. We got Jacob from Seattle. Nice to see you with a, a cat's head right there moving around. Alan, Leah, Tom, who docks, phone. Barbara and Roman, Mike Z, Rob Farr, Walter. Walter from the Netherlands. Paul, nice shirt, Paul. Mike Stacy. Uh, we got John, we got Ann, Ann Cavanaugh from Chicago. Nice to see you, Ann. Let's see, who else? Where else is everyone? Uh, we got Ross and we got Julian again. Nice to see you, Julian. Malcolm, uh, Rona. Rona has made an appearance again. I think, nice to see you, Rona. Uh, Dennis, again, Malcolm, one of my main benefactors. Daphne, and uh, who else is here? 
Robert and Caitlin and Kurt Zimmerman. Kurt, I'll try to call you. We're going to uh, be leaving soon. All right, Topher and everyone else, I really appreciate this opportunity. I'll see you on Saturday or Tuesday, Thursday, or Wednesday. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. All right, thank you, Paul.